Hello, and welcome back to the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. This show exists to connect Black, Brown, and Indigenous women who are interested in sustainability. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate each other. From gardening, to thrifting, to minimalism, to veganism, and everywhere in between. We are all on a journey to taking care of our bodies and our planet. I'm your host, Ariel Green. When I first started my sustainability journey, I noticed that pretty much all of the most popular influencers on YouTube and Instagram were white women. However, today's featured sustainable brown girl is quickly rising to the top. Janu is an eco-influencer, YouTuber, and founder of Low Waste Beauty. She creates amazing content sharing sustainable home, beauty, and clothing brands with all of her followers. In this episode, we'll talk with Janu about how to transition your beauty routine to be more low waste, and she shares some tips on how to build your own eco-influencer brand. Thanks so much for joining us today, Janu. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So can you tell us about your sustainable journey and how you became interested in the low waste movement? Yeah, of course. So my background, I am from Chicago. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. So I was always very aware of like food deserts and just like lack of access to healthcare and like disparities between, you know, black and brown communities and white communities. Uh, environmental issues were never something I thought about because whenever I would hear um, people talking about environmental issues, they were white and they were talking about things that like I couldn't even fathom. Like we can't talk about like Antarctica melting and the polar bears if we can't even like figure out ways to get people access to healthy food. So there's always been this big kind of just like disparity between the two topics. Uh, But as I got older, I started learning more about environmental issues. I got super into minimalism and I started learning more about our trash and how much trash we're producing, where the trash is going, how we're only recycling 9% or the things that we recycle only get only 9% of those things actually get recycled. And it's pretty crazy to think about that. Like our daily habits really do have a long lasting impact on the planet. Uh, And then I started getting more educated on just like environmental racism and how black and brown communities are disproportionately affected by climate change. So I just became super passionate about it and just wanted to share my story. Um, I already had a little bit of a following on Instagram, but I switched it to talk more about uh, sustainable living because I thought it just would add more value to the world. And then I launched my YouTube channel in uh, January. And there aren't really that many Black creators on YouTube talking about sustainable living. So I just wanted to be another face in the movement that could talk about these issues. And I also have a blog called Lobby's Beauty, which focuses on uh, sustainable beauty products, but also inclusive beauty products, because a lot of sustainable beauty products, uh, there'll be shampoo bars for white hair. But what about mm-hmm. my hair? <laughs> right. <laughs> who's, who's making shampoo bars for me? So if we want everyone to be sustainable, we have to make sure we're also creating products for them to be sustainable as well, whether that's a shampoo bar or whether that's uh, just something that's affordable. So that's kind of how I started my journey. And now I just try to, you know, make it, um, I guess, known to the world what you can do to make a difference um, on any level, whether you have a lot of money or you don't. Yeah, I love that. 
the way that I started my sustainability journey too was like I saw all these white people on YouTube and it's like <laughs> you know it's like yeah I'm interested in this and it's like yeah we really do need to have more diversity and so it's great seeing you and Thrifts and Tangles and like so many more people starting to pop up on YouTube and Instagram talking about it so yeah totally love the diversity <laughs> so um you mentioned a little bit about low waste beauty mm -hmm. um can you tell us more about that platform and what you're hoping to accomplish with it? Of course, of course. So I originally had a blog called Low Waste Home, which was just about all things sustainable living. And it was a good blog, but I just want it to be different. Like, I feel like there's a million sustainable living blogs, but there's no one that I've seen talking about sustainable beauty but also with the focus of it being inclusive to all shade ranges so for me I'm just I love beauty products like makeup I have too many I try to be as minimalist as possible when it comes to beauty products it's not the case unfortunately but <laughs> um, I've always loved beauty products uh, but I when I was transitioning to being uh, low waste there weren't many products that I felt as though catered to me or like had me in mind when they were being created so low waste beauty covers interviews with uh, women who are in the, women who are in the space of sustainability and what their beauty routines are and then also just you know best shampoo bars for curly hair or best sunscreens for all skin types because some people have darker skin and the white sunscreen may not work for them so for me it's all all about just making it inclusive and accessible and making sure not to leave anyone out of the conversation. Yeah. So what are some good makeup brands that are inclusive that have a wide diversity yeah. of ranges? So all the brands that I've used, I really think that they can be even wider, but I'll give you some mm -hmm. that I think are doing an okay job. Um, right now I use Pacifica Foundation. You can find them at Target. What I oh. do like about them is that they're vegan and they're clean. They come in a glass bottle, but they do also have a return program. So you can send that back, uh, wow. which is pretty cool. So that's something that's more on the affordable drugstore side. And then if you want to get a little more expensive, there's Elate Cosmetics. Uh, mm -hmm. They have clean products. I've used a bunch of their products before and they have a decent uh, range, but Pacifica definitely has a pretty big range. And Kaija Weiss I've used, but they're like super expensive. Like they're like the luxury. Yes. Oh. Like they're like, it's like $68 for their foundation. Like the packaging, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> the packaging is beautiful, but like, I just can't wrap my, I bought it just because I wanted to try it out, but I just, I don't know, $68 is a lot for foundation, but their shade ranges are like decent considering the amount of ranges they have. Because what I also look at too, it's like if they have 20 shades, I think mm -hmm. there needs to be an, it needs to be evenly distributed in terms of like the shade ranges. Yeah, um, for sure. So if you have 20 shades, I expect you to have a good amount of darker shades versus if you have like five shades, then okay. But even though, I don't know, I still feel like there should be more shade for ages. Because mm -hmm. even when I go on Etsy and I've looked at zero waste makeup, it's like nothing would work for me. So I'm just like, well, okay then. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, those are, those are my three recommendations for like three different price points. Okay. And what about shampoo bars? Because I'm, I'm in the market for one. So you know what's really funny? My go-to shampoo bar is a Bronner's Castel Soap. Uh, really? Yes, it's less than $5. I yeah. use it on my body. I use it on my hair. It lathers super, super well. Like I, wow. I've i tried a, um, 
a couple different shampoo bars from like Ethique and Lush and like it doesn't compare and those are those are like $15 whereas shampoo mm-hmm. or is bronzers is like less than 5. So I don't know, I love it. It just lathers really well and I feel like my hair is clean <laughs> and it's wow. horrible. Yeah, I have a couple bars here, so I'm actually going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Um, so what tips can you offer to someone who's wanting to transition their beauty routine to be more low waste? So I would say first and foremost, don't feel the need to throw out your stuff and go buy sustainable products. The most sustainable thing you can do is use what you already have. So mm-hmm. once you have already used what you already have and you're looking for a sustainable alternative, um, I mean, there are different... You can go on Low Waste Beauty, you know, you can go on my, go on my YouTube and Instagram as well. I'm always talking about sustainable beauty products, so that could be a good help. Um, and then there's different marketplaces like Earth Hero um, that that carries different low waste makeup. Um, and then there's the Detox Market. They're more on the pricey side, but they do have a lot of clean beauty products that don't come in a ton of plastic. Uh, but I think if you just like focus on finding sustainable marketplaces that sell makeup, you'll have a pretty good chance of finding something that could work for you. Perfect. Some of my favorite content on your personal Instagram and YouTube platforms are the low waste home and beauty posts. And I've noticed recently in the past few months that you've been collaborating with some companies like Avocado Mattress and Blue Land and Elite Cosmetics, like you mentioned earlier. How did you start doing these collaborations and um, how do you choose what companies you work with? Yeah, for sure. So when did I start working with brands? Um, I feel like I really started working with brands probably late last year. Um, I probably had about, I don't know, 20,000 followers on Instagram and it's kind of a I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like when when one person sees you working with a brand, other people kind of want to work with you. So Mm -hmm. sometimes when you're trying to get your foot in the door, it's like you just need like one good brand to like, uh, like add notability to you. Uh, So but for me, a lot of brands reach out to me. And when I'm looking for a brand to work with one, it's like, are you sustainable and sustainable isn't just like, do you pay your workers fairly, but it's like, do you feature people of color on your page? Do you mm-hmm. ship things to me in plastic? Like there's so many different levels to are you sustainable? So once you like kind of pass my sustainability test, um, I then like provide my rates and like if they're willing to work with me uh, with paying me fairly, I think that helps a lot. That weeds out a ton of brands because a lot of brands just want to give you product and they want you to post and it's like, I've spent yeah. thousands of dollars on filming equipment and I'm not going to like mm-hmm. give you give you a free post just because you think it doesn't take that long to do. But it's like you're paying for all the years and all the work that I've put into building the following in the first place. Um, right. But I say no to a, a lot of brands um, just because I just don't think they align with what I want to do or whether it's like I get a lot of like clean beauty brands that use a ton of plastic packaging and I'm like, if you don't, if you haven't been following me long enough, like I, I try to mention brands that don't use any plastic or very minimal plastic. Um, cause for me, sustainability is like, you've got to look at the whole picture and not just like, is it clean and vegan, but what is it also packaged in as well? Yeah, definitely. What tips would you give listeners who are also wanting to become an eco influencer? So I would say, uh, Figure out how you can add value because 
you can't I feel like if you're just posting photos it has to it has to mean something like why does someone want to follow you like you have to mm-hmm. understand what that why is and you have to add value to your followers and so I think when you're providing good information uh, people will come and you and when you're providing good content people will come I think also focusing on creating shareable content uh, which I recently talked about in my stories which basically means creating content that people would want to share, whether that's like a quote or whether that's um, maybe a video. So those will do better on my page than just like a single photo of myself. So you want to try to get people to do the work for you. Because if you look at my page, for example, like the photos, you can't see my shares. I can see my shares, obviously. But the photos that are slideshows that have a ton of shares have way more likes. So the shares Mm -hmm. and the likes definitely correlate with each other. So it's just like figuring out what does well on your page and like going with that. Um, And then also reaching out to other influencers that have similar followings and doing giveaways with them and collaborating with them and doing takeovers can be really helpful as well. Um, So if you have 5,000 followers, maybe you work with someone that has 7,000, you guys do a giveaway and then you guys can just cross promote and it's, you can just like continue to build together and build a community. And um, also just know your worth. I don't believe in uh, doing work for free. Even if you have a thousand followers, I think you should be charging brands, even if it's a small amount to post because you're providing them with valuable content that they can also then use on their page. So a lot of it's just like knowing your worth and your value and investing in yourself and making sure you're learning every day on how you can produce better content. And with YouTube university, (laughs) you can pretty much learn anything nowadays. Yes. So true. That's great. Do you think you need to have, well, you just said that even if you have a thousand followers, but do you think that you should have a specific amount of followers before you can um, work with brands? I don't think so. I mean, obviously I'm not, I don't think you should have like 10 followers, right? You gotta have have something, but I think if you're like, you know, if you have a thousand followers, you can still charge brands because if you think about the you posting a photo, right? If a brand needed to create that photo themselves, they would have to hire someone to film. They would have to hire someone to light it. That would, They would have to hire talent. You're saving them so much money and time by creating mm-hmm. this photo for them. So you have to think about it in that way. It's like, yeah, you, I don't know. Yeah, it's easy to like post this photo, but it's still saving you a ton of money. So you just have to think about it that way. And I just also think of myself as a business and not just like an influencer because I'm trying to grow like a big brand. Right. Yeah. So I just am at a point where I just don't uh, do anything for free unless it's something I really like believe in. Um, But even if you're small, I think you should know that you are worth something. Like you, you should know that your content is valuable and you should just work towards like making it as valuable as possible. So even for me with my YouTube channel, I put so much work into it and like my camera is expensive and you don't have to have an expensive camera to create good content. But my point is that like you have to invest in being the best so that people have to come to you. <laughs> so when mm-hmm. you're like one of the very few YouTubers talking about sustainable living, who's black, who's creating amazing content, people are going to come to you and you can also charge a premium for that. So it's just all about being the best that you can be and adding the most value to your followers and to brands, which I think will uh, really help you in the long run. 
Yeah. And I definitely see you creating that space for yourself. Like I see you and maybe Ashley Renee as like some of the top eco influencers um, that are, you know, uh, black and brown. (laughs) So um, also speaking of that, do you feel like more brands have reached out to you in the past few weeks or so um, because you're a woman of color? So I've had a ton of brands reach out to me. And a lot of them want to put you on their platform because they want to seem more diverse. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times I feel like when I tell a brand my rate, like that tells me if they're really interested in actually having me on because I'm black versus like uh, they actually care about me as a creator because you brands will put their money where their mouth or like you got to put your money where your mouth is. Um, So when brands say, oh, we want to work with you, but then they don't want to pay me. And then it's just like, you just want to use me for my knowledge and time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's, it's good. And I mean, it's like, it's good that a lot of people are finding out about me and what I'm doing. Um, and that I'm also like helping people uh, who want to be influencers, like learn how to talk to brands and how to reach out to them. Cause it can be very overwhelming when you're first starting out. So I'm probably going to in the future, hopefully in the next month or so start a Patreon and, Uh, talk about growing your following and what that looks like and how to create better content. That would be awesome. I saw that you started Low Waste Home and now you have Low Waste Beauty. Can you tell me about the transition in that? All right. So Low Waste, the Low Waste Home was more just about your general sustainable living tips from home, home to beauty to whatever. Um, But Again, like I always think of things in terms as a business. And if every single sustainable living blog out there for the most part is about just like a sustainable home, like how are you going to be different? And Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, I need something to stand out. And I didn't see anyone talking about sustainable beauty as like a, as like the main focus. Um, So I just really thought that that would be a great way to, um, build a blog. And then also like, I would eventually love to create my own, um, sustainable beauty line as well. So it's just like thinking about all these things of like, what can you do now that's going to help you in the future? So like if I built out the whole low waste home, it's still, I've still figure out a way to make that into a business. Um, but I just had to take a step back and think about where do I want this to go? And if the, if the route is, I want to create my own beauty line, then I should probably create a beauty blog. So it's just always thinking about, uh, always thinking two steps ahead of like, where do I want this to go? So you can make sure you're making the right decisions now to uh, go in that direction. Love that. Love the business mindset. I was going to ask you too, if you um, wanted to create a beauty line and you just answered that. (laughs) So I think that's amazing. Thank you. Perfect. So... One last question, Janu. What is one thing that anyone can do to be more sustainable? My biggest tip that I always say is just say no to things that you don't need because those things end up creating a ton of waste in your life. So whether it's like, I know we're all at home, but like whether it's like you're going to Sephora 
and they offer you free makeup samples, just say no, because those tiny little pieces of plastic are just going to end up in the landfill. So it's just finding ways in your daily life to say no to things that you don't need, whether that's clothing or food or whatever the case may be, just saying no and not bringing the waste into your home in the first place. Um, And that's something anyone can do no matter what their budget is. Yes, absolutely. 100% agree. So where can everyone find you on the interweb? <laughs> yes. So my Instagram is at Janu, which is J-H-A-N-N-E-U. And then the same for my YouTube. You can find me at Janu. And then my blog is just lowwaysbeauty.com. Perfect. Thanks so much for joining us. Please go follow her everywhere. I'm really looking forward to your eco-influencer program that you put out there. I think it's going to be really great. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share it if you loved it and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram at Sustainable Brown Girl and check out our Facebook community. We would love to have you there. Until next time, let's continue to make healthy choices for the health of our planet and the health of our bodies. Thanks for listening.